the Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And our guest in studio this morning is from the Bariatric Department of St. Thomas Rutherford in Murfreesboro on Medical Center Parkway. Our guest is Latita Tony. I guess first start off telling us a little bit about what you do in the Bariatric Department. I am the patient advocate for the Bariatric Center at St. Thomas Rutherford. Um, I am the person the go-to person who would help patients who are seeking bariatric surgery get their insurance approved. So kind of a tough job. Um, Another unique thing about me is that not only do I work the program, I live it. I'm actually a bariatric patient myself. When did you first go through the program and was it after you went through the program at St. Thomas that you started working there? Well, I actually had my bariatric surgery in August of 2021 and I had already been employed by St. Thomas Rutherford, so I transferred during the process. So right before I had surgery, I signed my transfer papers to move over to the bariatric center. And there's something about someone who has been through the program who then turns around and helps others that I think really makes a bigger difference and a bigger impact on the lives of others. What kind of feeling do you have when you go to work every day? Because it sounds like part of the reason you do it is because you have a love for helping people. Absolutely. I see it as a personal ministry just because I feel so amazing after having bariatric surgery that I wanted to be able to share that gift with other people. We were talking a little bit off the air about how you had to get your mind in the right place in order to go through this whole bariatric treatment. How did you go about doing that and what is it like for others? Because I know there's people out there listening who want to do this. They just may be scared to take that first step. It's tough um, to get yourself there mentally. I am known to be one of those people who straddle the fence. I just I just am. I am not that big of a rule follower. So I had to learn that I needed to receive all of the information that the bariatric program offered and find a way to make that fit me personally. Because when you set yourself up to do someone else's program, you set yourself up to fail. When you go in and you wanna make a thousand changes at once, it makes it very difficult for you to commit to it rather than staggering that process. And that's kind of where I was. And for somebody who starts out going through this program in order to lose weight, maybe, you know, it's a struggle they've had their entire life. But what are the first things they're going to encounter? Small changes, because believe it or not, if we take some time and look and identify what we are taking in, Very little changes will help you to start lose weight. For example, I started very small because I said I have problems committing to things um, with eliminating liquid calories from my diet. So when I say that, I mean all those sugary Starbucks drinks that we love. I had to start eliminating those things and replace it with something 
that was no or low sugar based. So did you find that you were able to start losing weight in the beginning by eliminating just drinks? Absolutely. Uh, this is the South. I am not a, a Southern girl by nature, but I, I mean, the South has received me. So I know our love for sweet tea. But there are so many different products out there that you could use to replace that sweet tea. Um, and just doing that is is crazy. You'll lose so much weight just by eliminating something that small. Do you start trying to lose some weight before the actual bariatric surgery takes place? I did, yes, just because I wanted to get myself in a mental place because there are changes that you're going to have to have and there's things that unfortunately you're going to have to follow for life and you have to get yourself in the mindset to be able to be able to do that again latita tony with us this morning from the bariatric department at Ascision st thomas rutherford here in murphy's bro and again you're part of the bariatric team there you are a patient advocate and being a patient advocate i'm sure a lot of people meet with you talk to you they talk about doing the program, they, they talk about doing the surgery, and then a percentage of them probably don't follow through. Maybe it's out of fear or maybe they're just not ready. Absolutely. You have to be ready to do it for you. Um, everybody has their own reasons why they decide to do bariatric surgery. Um, I talk to so many people. It's been people where I've, I've reached out and made calls on a patient who might have been staggered in their process. And sometimes they're just like, man, I just felt like I really needed you to call me today. And that was kind of what I needed. So I am very grateful that our program has that personal touch where we can reach out to patients because sometimes somebody just needs somebody to talk to. You know, I think so often people say, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this if such and such happens or, uh, you know, if I receive a sign that tells me to do it and that sign could be you calling them. I agree. Absolutely. So when you start going through the bariatric program to lose weight, just before the surgery, what are people thinking and, and feeling? Panicked, <laughs> generally because our patients have to go through a 14-day liquid diet. It's terrifying to people um, trying to get prepared for that, but we walk you through it. I teach a pre-op class that's two and a half hours long. I make sure that when you leave, every question has been answered, every care has been placed in the back of your mind, that they are 100% prepared before they show up for surgery. Hearing those words, a 14-day liquid diet, it doesn't sound really hard until I guess you start trying that. And, and when you really think deep down about it you're, you gotta take into place you know i'm not gonna be able to eat this not gonna be able to eat cookies you know whatever it is so i bet it is a lot tougher than what it sounds well it's more of a mental thing because once you get through day four of that liquid diet you reach that point of mental clarity and it's great after that it's just getting through that detox part can be very difficult. I, I bet a, a lot of tiredness throughout that. Absolutely, yes. So let, let's talk a little bit about the before and after. So before you underwent bariatric surgery at St. Thomas, how are you feeling? I, I mean, both mentally and physically. Exhausted all the time. Um, I worked on a medical surgical unit in the hospital. I actually worked the COVID unit 
very difficult, very mentally draining. Um, I had knee pain, back pain. I could not even tie my own shoes. My sons would have to help me tie my shoes. And how does that feel when you look at the mental side of things? How does it make you feel? Sad. When I look back and I look at pictures of myself, I, I am sad that I, I allowed myself to get to that point. And then after the surgery takes place, I'm sure there's a period of time where you're drained all over again. You're extremely tired. And, and then on top of that, you don't know what is coming up around the corner. The tiredness after surgery was very minute. I didn't feel like that was something that lasted for a long time. That is um, a process because it's a staggered growth back to a full diet and so getting back to being able to get my protein and my water in is a process so in the very beginning you may be experiencing some tiredness but actually I have way more energy than I've had in a very long time. Now I've heard from other patients who said in the beginning stages you're not able to eat as much But at the same time, your mind thinks you can still eat as much. So that's kind of a battle right there in the beginning. Absolutely. Um, Because you go through that grief of I can't eat the way that I used to. Um, But the greatest thing that I have learned about bariatric surgery is that it will smack your hand. Like if you do eat something that you shouldn't, your body will tell you that it's a no. And the best thing that I tell patients is that if your body tells you no, accept the no, move on, and that's how you're going to be successful. And tell us a little bit more about what bariatric surgery means. I mean, how do they go about doing it or or what do they do? So we offer two different types of bariatric. weight loss surgery we offer the sleeve gastrectomy which is also known as a sleeve Um, what they do when they go in and do that procedure is that they remove 85 percent of your stomach's capacity that sounds very scary to people it sounds like i couldn't eat (laughs) (laughs) you can just not much (laughs) not very much so what's left is a banana sized pouch um, and that pouch once it is completely healed is about a four ounce capacity so you can fit about four ounces in that pouch is that per meal i mean i don't know how fast your body actually digests the food that you do eat let's say in the morning what happens at lunchtime that's going to be per per meal um you're going to still eat very minimal amounts i i mean i'm two years out and I still eat very, very small amounts of of food. You know, that's also got to be a part of the whole mental thing. I I don't know how that would feel versus how you ate before, because I don't know how you ate before, but how does it feel to only be able to eat that amount of food? It was challenging in the beginning, but now, now that I've seen the results, I mean, I can sit back and I can tell myself, just like with holidays coming, I've eaten a lot of holidays and it's fine to not have to eat those things i learned to celebrate experiences and not celebrate with food let's go back to the mental side of things a little bit because i know that plays a big role in all of this mentally speaking did you feel depressed or down when you were at your highest weight point and then how did you feel mentally afterwards well i felt very depressed because um I have a special needs child and 
I had to get some therapy after surgery and I have determined that my source of my depression was contributing factors was my special needs child um that mom grief that grief of the his type of life that he would be able to live you know that's difficult to be able to accept that you know and um I just packed on the pounds I just ate my feelings after the surgery I know you talked about how you had more energy you felt better overall did you still have some of that grief that you were holding on to and how did you get back to what some people would call normal well i i reached out and i got myself some mental health because i was educated now i've learned that most people who experience some type of issue with obesity it can contribute to genetics yes but also some type of deeper mental issue and so i decided that i needed to address that you know i i think that's true with so many things out there the reason that let's say for example people drink the reason they do drugs the reason why they do you know any number of things it's usually tied to to something that's in their mind that maybe they don't even realize they're thinking about subconsciously but they are absolutely i agree 100 percent um and it's important to try to use the tools and try to get some help and if you don't get that help and i'm sure the program that you're a part of now i'm sure it encourages folks you know to get counseling to talk to somebody about what's going on because if you don't get that help you're going to end up right back at the same place at some point or another absolutely and we're there for our patients we make sure that when you go home from surgery that you know that we are your forever friends and that you can always reach out to us and give us a call if you have any questions concerns even if you need to call and vent if you've had a bad day pick up the phone we are available to speak with you we're here to help you they can send an email i'm one i'll check my emails on the weekend sometimes if a patient needs me i am there Again with us this morning, Latita Tony with the bariatric program at Ascision St. Thomas Rutherford, and uh, you are a patient advocate. Some of the problems that a lot of people face are things like high blood pressure, sleep apnea, and then, of course, tiredness like you talked about. But then there's a, a whole list of other issues, and I, I found quite a few of them that were on the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services page. And, and man, there is a lot of problems that people have with obesity. There are so many obesity-related um, diseases. Heart disease, I saw that. Cancer, even some types of cancer. And I, I never realized that. But then you have stroke, breathing problems, and then heart disease, gout. That's another issue that some people with obesity face. The biggest one to me would be the mental health aspect of it and how somebody feels about their self and then the decreased quality of life that comes with weight. Absolutely. Um, what a lot of people don't realize is that obesity is an epidemic here in the United States, and we need to use the resources that we have to address it. A lot of patients who qualify for bariatric surgery, they don't do it, um, and they should. Qualify for bariatric surgery. Talk a little bit more about that, because the goal of most patients would be to get this paid for, obviously, by their insurance. And that is a me thing. That is what I specialize in. My primary goal is to get as many people approved for bariatric surgery through their insurance. Um, in order to qualify um, 
for most insurance companies, you would have to have a BMI, which is a body mass index of 40 or greater, or you would have to have a BMI, which is body mass index uh, between 35 and 39.9 with some type of comorbid condition. To get that first appointment, do you need a referral from your primary care doctor or can you directly call the bariatric department and, and say, hey, I've got some problems here. I want, I want help. You do not need a referral. You can absolutely call the bariatric center and we will get you set up with our online seminar. You can even go to our website. You can Google us, Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford Bariatric Center. And once you get on the website, you'll see where it says attend a weight loss seminar. Go ahead and click that link and watch that 20 minute video. And then when you finish, scroll underneath that video and fill out those general demographic questions in the square box. For those listening who pay for their own insurance they don't work for let's say a big company or a a government body they instead pay for their own insurance and they may have a really high deductible that may keep them from even checking into this program but for those who do have those really high deductibles i know you mentioned something about care credit and a program md save and it's through care credit but can you use that along with your insurance That would be separate. So if you decided that you wanted to go a cash pay route, um, you would have to do the just the cash pay route. You couldn't bundle it with your insurance policy. So I guess if somebody is thinking about it, the time of the year to schedule it would be towards the end of the year once you met your deductibles. And can somebody, let's say, plan to, to meet with and talk about going through the program at the beginning of the year? and then say, hey, I want to schedule the main part, the surgery itself, later on. That way, hopefully, I've met my deductible. Absolutely. I would say that, yes, that's perfect. If you want to start at the beginning of the year and you say, hey, I want to wait until I have met closer to my deductible to actually schedule the procedure, that is okay. I just don't want you to start right now and say, hey, it's it's almost December. I want to have surgery before the end of the year. That'd That's be a little tough. tough. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's some things in life that I don't know. We probably shouldn't pay for. We shouldn't go out and blow money on. But I'm I'm guessing that the cost of whatever somebody's deductible is is probably less than what they spend each month on things like Starbucks or going out with friends. I I mean, if you would just dedicate yourself to maybe two months of staying home, eating dinner at home, et cetera, you could probably afford to pay for that deductible in order to go forward with this. Absolutely. And you think about the price of diabetic medicine. Oh, yeah. Would you rather would you rather replace that and not have to pay for that at all ever again because you paid for your deductible to have weight loss surgery? You bring up a really good point because If you're battling obesity and if you're struggling with diabetes or sleep apnea or or any number of those things with sleep apnea, I bet most patients have to go back to their doctor's office about every two months just for a checkup, you know, and maybe the sleep apnea machine needs service of some kind. Those things are expensive to continue to go to your doctor, go to your doctor and keep going. This surgery would save you money in the long run, a lot of money. A lot of money. Absolutely. It's going to save you medical bill money, which is why I feel like more insurance companies should be more cooperative about this type of procedure because it's actually going to save them money in the long run. High blood pressure, heart problems, of course, tiredness. 
what all did you experience before you had the surgery and, and what did you experience afterwards? Any medications you were able to come off of? So I had high blood pressure and I also suffered from, which is very odd, intracranial hypertension, which means I my body produces an extra amount of spinal fluid, which decompresses my optic nerves. So I had a lot of problems with my vision and I had migraines all the time. Um, I don't experience any of that anymore. I, I'm not on any types of medications. Like I am a hundred percent free of, I don't take anything but vitamins. It's wild what weight can do to somebody as far as their health and the different problems they may experience. And, and I'm sure some people never realize, you know, I'm experiencing this because of my weight. Absolutely. I think that when you've lived in that body for so long, you don't realize it. Like one thing I can personally say is that you don't ex- you don't realize how bad you feel until you don't feel bad anymore. You have no idea how horrible it was because you've lived in that body for so long. Let's say somebody out there listening, maybe they're, you know, as much as 200 pounds overweight. And if they are that is it really like picking up a, a, a dumbbell that weighs 200 pounds and carrying it around with you? I mean, because you always hear those examples. Try picking up a weight, and that's how I feel. I think it's more than that, because just carrying a, a dumbbell is very centered when that extra 200 pounds is on your back, on your chest, on your knees, on your thighs, on your feet. What people don't realize is... Um, one pound of weight loss takes four pounds of pressure off of your knees. So you can really feel that. Absolutely. That would be tough. And that would limit you if you have kids, because you've got kids. If you have kids, that would limit you from getting out there and, and running with them, playing with them. I, I mean, you wouldn't be able to almost. I have four sons and I could not do as much as I do now. Um, I would try, but I just could not get out there as much as I can now. I'm out there so much. I am a band mom. Um, My kids' school band has 88 kids. I ironed their entire uniforms during the season. (laughs) Like, I am always there. I'm a pit mom. Like, I don't miss any competitions. Like, I am always available for my kids. I know we only have about a minute and a half left, but how did your kids receive you after the surgery? Well, when I bent down to tie my own shoe, they clapped for me. That's awesome. (laughs) I mean, it would be hard not to cry when that happens. It, It was tough. If anybody wants to learn more about this bariatric program at St. Thomas Rutherford, what do they need to do? They can give us a call. Um, Our phone number is 615-396-4965. The office for the bariatric program, is that in the main hospital? We are located in the DePaul building. Our address is 1800 Medical Center Parkway. We are in Suite 400. And please feel free to reach out to us at any time. Again, Latina Tony with us this morning from the St. Thomas Rutherford bariatric program there at St. Thomas Rutherford. That's Decision St. Thomas Rutherford on Medical Center Parkway. Thank you for joining us this morning. You're welcome. Right now that time, 8.59. Stay with us. We do have local news coming your way next with Ron Jordan and then also a look at CBS News. All of that comes your way next right here on WGNS.